Welcome to room 4216. I'm so glad you've come. Reading the Bible can be difficult. Not to mention understanding it. Having a disability, whether blindness or another, can be difficult too. Sometimes a person wonders if God is even there. Yeah, but in room 4216... God shows us his path and we find... We are not alone. Let's see, they said room 2748, 27. Ah, here's one. Hi, Loretta, it's Richard. Richard, how are you today? Uh, I'm fine, but really the question is, how are you? I'm fine. Fine? You sure you're fine? I'm fine. You just had a knee replacement. How can you say, well, it's been a couple days, you know, that's why I'm, I, I'm here. You weren't in church on Sunday, and I'm doing my Christian duty coming up and see how you're doing, but you're really doing okay? Well, I did come in for the knee replacement. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, then uh, they, uh, my white blood cell count was down, mm. and I developed a bit of an infection. Mm. Uh, so then they uh, realized that there was something wrong with my bone marrow. And uh, I was getting rather tired, and so they were giving me a transfusion and looking at doing a bone marrow transplant. But I'm AB negative, and so they had to send for it from 500 miles away. Well, then, uh, as they were getting ready to do that, they... uh, uh, What's the matter? Can I do do something for you? uh, It's all right. I just... Hope they come in with that pain med soon. Mm, mm. Anyway, uh, they realized as they were going to do the bone marrow transplant that uh, I have some bone problems. You see, the one bone in my uh, hip broke, and oh. so, uh, mm. so, but, but uh, my body has issues, but I'm doing very well. Mm. Sounds kind of miserable to me. Well, my body may be sick, but. I've been doing a lot of good here in the hospital. Yeah? Well, first there was that doctor. He always comes in rushing, rushing, rushing. Well, oh, I, those doctors, they are that way. No. Well, I I told him that I needed to talk to him, and I, I said I made a joke, and I actually got him to laugh. Really? And I think it did him as much good as he did me. Hmm. And then there was that nurse... The dear gal, she uh, she was taking my blood pressure, and mm-hmm. and I said to her, "Dear, you look very sad tonight." Mm-hmm. And she was surprised, but she said, "You know, that's the first time anyone has ever cared for me. I'm supposed to care for you, but here you are caring for me." And I said, "Well, of course I care for you. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'm praying for you." And I stopped and I prayed right there. Mm-hmm. And then. There was that lovely man from catering. Oh, you, you got food up here? Catering food? Oh, it's delicious. Mm. You really should try it. It's quite mm. good food. No, no, no thanks. Well, he came in and he put my tray on the table and I said, I'm mm. about to pray for my meal. Is there mm. anything I can pray for you for? Mm. And at first he seemed kind of embarrassed and he said, mm. oh, no, no, no. Mm. And that went on for the next day or two. And then he said to me, well, you know, my grandmother got very sick last night. Mm. 
And uh, would you, wouldn't, would you mind praying for her? Oh. And I said, of course I will. And, and I prayed right there with him in the room. And the next day he came back and he said, my grandmother is much better today. So maybe this prayer thing is doing a little bit of good. So I've been able to do a lot of witnessing here in the hospital. Well, it seems like nothing ever does slow you down, Loretta. I try not to let it. Why should it? I mean, my body may be sick, but my soul isn't. And when, when you know Jesus, no matter where you are, in your garden at home or stuck in a hospital bed... Uh, you still bump into people who need help. Yeah, yeah. Guess you're right. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Oh, my soul. Worship His holy name. Sing like never before. Oh, my soul. Worship your holy name The sun comes up It's a new day dawning It's time to sing your song again Whatever may pass And whatever lies before Continuing with the study of Philippians, we continue with the reading of Philippians 1, verses 12 through 14. Now, I want you to know, brothers, that what has happened to me has really served to advance the gospel. As a result, it has become clear throughout the whole palace guard and to everyone else that I am in chains for Christ. Because of my chains... Most of the brothers in the Lord have been encouraged to speak the word of God more courageously and fearlessly. There are a lot of settings and situations in our world that the majority of people would think are not good. <laughs> but not Paul. Paul could be, quote-unquote, languishing in prison, in jail, in chains, and yet he saw it differently. He saw it through the eyes of Jesus. Yeah, here he was in chains and, and didn't have any freedom and but he took that opportunity to witness to the soldiers to the roman guards 
to anyone he met. He took a curse and turned it into a blessing. He certainly did. And not only did he, but uh, it emboldened, as he wrote about, many other believers. Kind of the uh, El Cid effect, you might say. <laughs> well, I hadn't thought of it that way, but yeah. Do you know El Cid? I do. Yeah. El Cid, he was also called El Campeador. I just love words like that. Mm, uh, shouldn't have gone there. <laughs> he was uh, an old Spanish uh, folk hero. He was born in medieval Spain uh, around the year 1040, and he was a Spanish warrior. And uh, in the end, he became uh, prince of Valencia. And when he uh, was fighting, uh, even as he died, they strapped him on a horse and rode him into battle. And uh, because he was there, he encouraged his troops. And uh, just seeing the mighty warrior in front of them helped them move forward. And that's what happened with Paul. Mm -hmm. Because... He could have been down, but he wasn't, and he was bold in sharing the gospel. That made it such a situation that others were bold to speak the gospel to people where they were. Continuing in chapter 1, we read verse 15 and following. It is true that some preach Christ out of envy and rivalry, but others out of goodwill. Wow, Paul's day too. What do you mean? Well, he was saying some preach uh, 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 out of envy or for, for wrong motives, and some are good motives, but some are wrong. Well, there's so many, well, well do you remember oh, back yeah. a couple of years ago and the, with the, some of the TV preachers who fell from stardom? Boy, do I ever. In fact, I just saw one two days ago. Huh? Um, yeah, it was on a show, I think it was called Greed. <laughs> and uh, the guy was involved in a Ponzi scheme. This was in the late 80s or 90s. Mm -hmm. And he said... Put your money into the church, mortgage your houses, put all your savings into the church, and you'll double it in a month. Oh, really? Well, people did get money back, but what he was doing was he was paying off the first investors by giving them the money from the new investors. Oh, my. A good Ponzi. Uh-huh. Ponzi and scheme. Not a good Ponzi. A bad. No. It's a Ponzi scheme. Because eventually, wow. of course, he's not getting his enough right, money to pay right, back the old right. ones, and the new ones want want their money, too. And I can think of one, not quite that way, but one in the 70s where, where he uh, said, send in money. He had this big club, and people were sending in money and doing and things. And the hotel but, and the amusement yes, park. Yes, and it was more all about all the grandeur and glory that he did. You know, at the, the, the high school, my high school teacher played us a video once. I mm -hmm. think this might have been the same one. The guy had like 88 pianos on stage yeah, or a ton of pianos for his yeah, birthday. Yeah, that was the guy. Mm -hmm. So Paul had that in his day too. Some people were... I mean, some people will do anything so they can get money. 
But do note that Paul said that... Well, read it again, would you? It is true that some preach out of envy and rivalry, but others out of goodwill. Others out of goodwill. And I really think, oh my gosh, there are so many good pastors out mm-hmm. there and so many good ministries. And and Paul knows this. I feel obligated to mention some good ones. Um, mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think they'd mind us saying KFUO.org is a great one. Uh, if anyone needs or wants to listen to good stuff, it's there. There's a lot of good programs and a lot of good churches with a lot of good pastors. Absolutely. I, you know what? I think I stopped us too soon. <laughs> if you can keep reading. There, there, I, I read ahead. I know what, what's coming, and I'm going to get there. I want to get there. All right. Let's start with verse 16 then. The latter do so in love. Uh, the latter meaning the ones who preach out of goodwill. The latter do so in love, knowing that I am put here for the defense of the gospel. The former preach Christ out of selfish ambition, not sincerely, supposing that they can stir up trouble for me while I am in chains. But what does it matter? This is where I wanted to get to. Okay. But what does it matter? The important thing is that in every way, whether from false motives or true, Christ is preached. And because of this, I rejoice. And Paul rejoices that Christ is preached. And and here's the real thing about it. It really doesn't depend on the motivations of the pastor. The later results will, but Mm -hmm. not the preaching. Really, it's all about the motives of God, of whom they are preaching, of Jesus. And what's his motivation? That we will be saved, that we will be helped, that we will be blessed in every single possible way. Continuing in Philippians chapter 1, we read verse 19 and following. Yes, and I will continue to rejoice, for I know that through your prayers, with the help given by the Spirit of Jesus Christ, what has happened to me will turn out for my deliverance. I eagerly expect and hope that I will in no way be ashamed, but will have sufficient courage so that now, as always, Christ will be exalted in my body, whether by life or by death. For me, to live is Christ, and to die is gain. There is so much in these verses. Would you read verse 19 again? Sure. Yes, and I will continue to rejoice, for I know that through your prayers and the help given by the Spirit of Jesus Christ, what has happened to me will turn out for my deliverance. So Paul basically is saying here, he will continue to rejoice because he has deliverance. But the two things in the middle is what gives him the hope. 
that their prayers and the, the spirit, spirit of, of Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. So his hope isn't based on a wish, a dream, but on several specific things. By the way, it doesn't really say what his deliverance is. We think that it is from these chains in the prison. But as we will find out in later this chapter, his deliverance actually could be leaving this world and going to heaven. But I, I don't think it is here at this moment. And so for, for us, we can rejoice and know that our deliverance, whatever it might be, whether it be from uh, uh, blindness, b- blindness, or or uh, too much the d- the desire to eat food and not stop. Stop or, picking on me, would you please? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, pick on me, pick on me. Or uh, uh, wanting to work in your workshop. Yeah, all the time. yeah. We, we have deliverance because of Jesus' spirit and people praying for us. Mm. It's not an exact formula. But it is very important to notice he's got the fellowship of believers as well as God working with him. Now go on, verse 20. Okay. I eagerly expect and hope that I will in no way be ashamed, but will have sufficient courage so that now, as always, Christ will be exalted in my body. Okay. He is making a statement, uh, and the first part of that again was he eagerly. Um, he eagerly expects, expects and hopes and hopes. So it's an expectation and a hope that he will not be ashamed. And there's another verse from Romans one sixteen. I am not ashamed of the, of the gospel, gospel, for it is the power of God. Mm. He he d- doesn't think he's going to be ashamed, and he knows his courage is not from him, but from God, and that's why Christ will be magnified. By the way, um, it's also why he. He mentioned earlier about the other people who are preaching in Jesus' name, boldly speaking, now that he's in chains. Our boldness comes not from us. Our courage comes not from us. But as Paul ends here, that Christ will be magnified. Sounds like you're going to be okay, Loretta. Oh, I hope so. If I get out of the hospital, which it could take a while, I have oh. the, uh, the infection to deal with, and mm. then the broken hip, and oh. uh, of course they have to do the bone marrow transplant. And, uh. Uh, well, they're only giving me a 50-50 chance, even if that works. Oh. Oh. So I may not even get out of this hospital. Oh. Where would you go? <laughs> Why, to heaven, of course. Oh, you mean die? Ah, uh, that's the way it would go. You okay with dying? I must admit to a bit of nervousness about the process of dying, but if I die, I know I'm going to heaven where Jesus Christ is. Mm. But if I live, hmm? well, there's plenty to live for, too. Well, there's 
there's you and there's the church and the Bible study with the kids and, and my prayer vigil and my flower garden and my bingo games and, and why there's lots to live for. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you don't make it, say hi to my Maggie. And if you make it, say hi to me next time. <laughs> Here we are, Loretta, and I, they left, and they left this piece of paper with me, and I'm supposed to read it or something. Oh, what does it say? It says, we're glad you joined us today at room 4216. Hey, wait a minute, let me see that. Uh, here. If you want to write to Pastor Dave and Cecilia, huh? you can do so at Info at not-alone.net. What type of blazes words are dim? That's internet. Haven't you been on the internet? No. Is that something like radio? Sort of. Okay. Look for us on Facebook. There's something on my face? You got a book on my <laughs> face or what? Not quite, no. Oh. Under the name Room... I think I saw that down the hall. That's not far from where your room is, Loretta. Ah, uh, isn't it? No. Nah. too far from anywhere. Yeah. Oh, and then in bold letters at the bottom of the page, it says... We... Uh, we are, are not, not alone. alone. I will lead you who are blind by the ways you have not known. Along unfamiliar paths, I will guide you. I will turn the darkness into light before you and make the rough places smooth. <laughs> These are the things I will do. I will not forsake you. Do come back again to room 4216. Credits. Matt Redmond, 10,000 Reasons, Procol Harem, Conquistador, and interlude musicians, Terry Nord and Robert Vaughn. And now, a few gaffs from past episodes. Are you really sure you're sure? I think I'm sure. You're sure of what? I'm sure I'm ready. You're sure you're sure? I think I'm sure. I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure. I don't think you're sure. I got my finger right on the page. Oh. Okay. Sure. Okay. You're sure. Then I'm sure too. Paul did say... Well, start again. Read it again. I turned mine off. My muted. I don't like to shut up, but I will. Here are the credits. Credits. Matt Redmond. Matt Redmond. 
Are you going to change his name, too? No, we're not. Can I kiss the door? <laughs>